Welcome to Explore the Word Podcast. So glad you're here with me today. We are Last time we looked at uh, aging parents and children and things. And in this episode, we are going to look at communication. And particularly marital communication. So that's the two-way communication process of understanding and analyzing what is being said. So there's a message... From one person to another or a group. Obviously that's more than a marital situation. It's sent verbally or written or text form. Uh, people or, indiv- or individuals, more than one, it receives the message. And it understands the meaning in, in, in the way that it's supposed to be. That's proper communication. So miscommunication happens when one of that part of that process is at odds or it's not connecting. Uh, perfect communication is when the intent of the message is fully understood and accurately received by the hearer. And effective communication is not always easy, but man, with it comes great potential for the relationship, marriage situation. A broken communication occurs when, you know. The message is not constructed exactly how it was intended to be constructed. The way assent was maybe poor. Um, The receiver is not listening. Uh, So there's all kinds of things that can be at play there for bad communication. According to some uh, marital experts, up to 90% of couples seeking counsel say communication issues are at the root of their problem. So it's a massive problem that we all have to face. Uh, The overriding objective of all marital communication is to the couple to have that discussion and to be honest and spoken in love. Communication uh, should be purposeful, free of any hidden agendas, uh, and, and there needs to be a sensitivity to timing. And preparation in that conversation is extremely helpful. So not a good idea to bring up a difficult situation that is affecting you privately in a public or like say at a family gathering. Bad idea. All right. Uh, that That's not effective. That's going to cause you're going to get all kinds of communication. People spouting off uh, different ideas, whatever. Uh, so rather defer that, just say, I'm going to wait until there's a private time. Maybe you got to set it aside. Maybe you had to schedule it. I don't know what your situation is, but put that time aside and say, we need to talk about this. And it's just between you and me. Um, and, and then in difficult situations, not all conversations are easy. So in those difficult times, uh, speaking honestly, yet with respectfully. Uh, they're, they're really important to help us have uh, to reach that uh, good communication setting in our marriages. Um, There are ways to improve our communication. Just because it's been eh before doesn't mean it stays to be eh in the future. We can can do better. Just like we tell our kids or your nieces or nephews, whatever you you have in your life, you have influence on, you, you encourage them to do better. Uh, so can we do in communication. Spending more time in talking is very helpful in us having good communication. Uh, consider the amount of time you spend together as a couple or as friendship is outside the marital situation. 
A fellow by the name of Dr. Richard Sweens found that many couples spend an average of only, get ready for this, four minutes a day in meaningful conversation. That means that as long as you've been listening to this podcast, is longer than most speak meaningful conversation. All right. Uh, so spend time. Make that time. Schedule it out. You might say, oh, it seems weird to schedule time to talk. No, if you don't do it, it doesn't happen by accident, so plan for it. Don't allow anything to interfere with your communication. So when you have that time where you're you're communicating, um, put the phone down. Uh, if you need to turn the television off, turn it off. Uh, a shopping trip, sports, whatever. You, you say, hey, listen, I need to spend this time with my husband or wife. That's not to say that you can't talk if the TV is on, okay, or you can't talk while you're doing shopping trips, that's fine. But the idea is that you are doing your best to let nothing distract you from just talking, just to have those meaningful conversations. You know, don't allow uh, anger or bitterness to keep you from communicating. And there's lots of things in marriages that can cause us to be upset. Uh, we might not be on in the bitterness range, but maybe we're angry. And uh, we, we need to, to shut down and not talk does a great disservice to the marriage. It does not help anybody, all right? So we need to talk. Uh, be careful about the nonverbal communication. So we are constantly sending messages. Uh, you, you've heard people say, you know, they've read, they're reading the room. They're kind of watching people and their body language. So we need to do the same thing. We need to control uh, that communication uh for example i come home from work and as a husband man comes home doesn't say anything maybe he's thinking that he's communicating uh respect in that he's not bothering his wife maybe she's uh cooking supper or whatever the case and and, and the wife is perceiving him as oh he's you know not being very nice to me today he's being pretty cold to me and that was never the intent, right? Uh, and then uh, the casual shrug of shoulders uh, a wife may do, and I mean, husbands do it too, I'm, uh, of way of saying, you know, I'm fine, but really you're, you're not fine or you're not very impressed with what's going on. Uh, so you need to talk about it. But so just watch out for those nonverbal communications. Um, and keep, keep it open. Keep the channels of, of t- talking open. Um, James 1.19, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. Ephesians 4.31, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. In marriage, when one person becomes angry, the conversation can quickly move from constructive or even a neutral conversation to destructive. So we need to be all the time talking to our husband and wife we need we need to do that and in that conversation we need to be telling the truth line not one to another seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds and we need to speak the truth in love in ephesians chapter 4 verse 15 so we we need to you know be truthful and though sometimes in your mind you might be like oh it might be convenient not to say anything or to maybe tell that little white lie oh that always comes back to get us you know this, you know, and, and you know, and tell that truth with love, okay? So, we, when as a husband or wife, 
when we're telling the truth, it's not like we're backing up the garbage truck and then dumping all on that individual. Okay, uh, we tell the truth with love. Uh, you know, we we not what we're saying to them might be not the best in the sense it might be hurtful to them. So we have to we have to demonstrate love and concern. All right, so it's not a it's not a dumping ground when we're telling the truth. It's one of love. I care for you, and this you know you need to know about this. James chapter five verse sixteen says, "Confess your faults." This passage assumes that in life there will be time to time when we do something wrong, and that's the reality in marriage in life. So we'll hurt, we'll disappoint uh, our our spouse. So we we must be open and say, you know what. I'm not perfect. I made a mistake. Confess that. You need to be honest. You just don't say, I'm not perfect. Leave me alone. No, no. It's the idea, I, I made a mistake. Uh, I'm sorry. Forgive me. And then move forward with it. All right. So I hope that's been a little help and encouragement to you in communication. We always need to be doing better in our communication. If you're doing great, good, do even better. Uh, there's always room for growth. All right. Keep looking at Jesus and exploring the word. Bye for now.